Welcome back to FMB Soundbites, a podcast where we cover hot topics, trends, and challenges for professionals in the engine room behind the food and beverage industry. I'm your host, Hamish McCook. So, okay, team, on this episode, we're diving into the world of energy efficiencies in food production facilities, the opportunities for them, and how your refrigeration systems in particular are at the heart of it all. So today we're talking with Adrian Dickerson, Senior Technical Director in Becker, and Matt Degay, a Business Director in Industrial Digital Systems. They're going to discuss how plant operators of refrigerant systems can discover efficiency benefits in their facilities through better management of their refrigerant, including how their work on Maestro, the machine learning service, can actually support these efforts. So welcome aboard the podcast, Adrian and Matt. Thanks, Hamish. Good to be here. No problems. Hey, Matt, are you good, mate? Stoked to be here. Thank you for inviting us. Great. Well, it's awesome to have you along. Would you be able to share a little bit more detail on your professional background and what you do outside work as well? Adrian, do you want to take it away for us? Yeah, thanks, Hamish. Um, yeah, I've been a, a technical director at Becker now for almost 20 years, uh, in total 35 years in industry, but a good deal of that was actually spent in the refrigeration industry, as it happens. And outside work, I'm a keen dirt biker and also a keen coffee roaster and brewer. Well, that sounds good. Love the dirt biking, Adrian. That's brilliant, mate. That must give you lots of fun, long weekends getting dirty. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Try and, try and keep it uh, you know, eco-friendly as far as we can. Really? E-bikes? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, not that eco-friendly. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Not along. that eco-friendly. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, Matt. I'm a business director at Becca and the industrial digital team. I've recently celebrated my second birthday at Becca, so I'm really stoked about that. And I've been uh, in the tech industry for most of my career, so really anything that's hardware, software is, is my jam. And I've always been quite passionate about solving wicked problems with technology. I've worked quite a lot in flight simulation with aviation safety, and I've turned around and for me, it's all about sustainability and how we can enable that with tech. Uh, so I'm, I'm really, really glad to have met Adrian in that sense. And fun fact about myself, well, I've got two Tamariki, three and four and a half, so they do keep me quite busy. Uh, and I have to say, I do share Adrian's love for coffee as well. Uh, so I'm a keen uh, enthusiast on, on that side. Well, that's good. We've all got something in common then. That's, that's fantastic. So, Adrian, when we get together, you can brew and grind the coffee and we'll just uh, we'll help you with the drinking part of it. So let's get into this. Adrian, can you give us some background on what you're seeing in the industry at the moment? Thanks, Hamish. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a big challenge, I think, at the moment on the sustainability front where companies' stated goals always include sustainability and energy efficiency activities. But a lot of people don't really know how to start about going down that journey of, of making their refrigeration plants more efficient. And one of the reasons for that is these engine rooms is where the refrigeration is happening, but they are generally in the, in the back of mind for most plant managers. And the reason for that is because they are busy with their day jobs and that's processing the meat or the milk or whatever other food product they have to treat. And so quite often the refrigeration plant, as long as it's running, is somewhat neglected and there's no one really with mandate necessarily to look after it and make sure that it's humming along. And so that's an opportunity to make some significant sustainability gains. So you're saying the engine room, I'm glad you brought that back into the discussion. It's a major energy consumer and it's neglected, would it be fair to say? Yes, that's right. So quite often now with the demanding of, of many operations, 
the refrigeration plant's been left to a third-party contractor to look after. And as long as it's running, no one really um, gets too excited about it. But that doesn't mean it's running well. And that's a huge opportunity to improve sustainability, save money and, and make things better. So it does sound like there are challenges with this. So if industry is contending with these problems, how did you see industry responding to these challenges? There was a very good piece of work done by Michael Belstead and the Australian Meat Processors Corporation in Australia looking at some of the challenges uh, in, in making refrigeration efficient on large-scale refrigeration sites. And so that was embodied in a set of recommendations and handbooks that have been you know, issued out into industry. And they're very good, very good documents. The challenge was for the operators was to take that information and actually embed it into their operating practice. And so whilst the ideas were good and proper, the real difficulty was to make sure that those practices were happening on a day-to-day basis. And so to have that happen, you really needed to embed it in a piece of control that can actually look at your refrigeration plant and work towards those recommended improvements. And those recommended improvements include air purging, variable speed drives, compressor sequencing, a bunch of things that are the natural steps that you would go through to improve the efficiency of your refrigeration plant. So we we know what the operators should be doing, and then there's the question of how they should be doing it, Adrian. That's a really interesting question because, in fact, in the industry, because so much of the refrigeration maintenance is outsourced, uh, the plant managers don't necessarily have great visibility on what's going on. And even if they wanted to implement something, it would be probably left into the charge of the refrigeration contractors. And then, depending on the maintenance contract structure, they may only be mandated to provide sort of minimum maintenance to keep the plant running. So you can see that efficiency itself falls through the cracks between the plant manager and and the refrigeration contractors. So what's needed is something to bridge that gap. So to take the good ideas that the plant managers know they should be executing and then put it somewhere where it's going to get done. And of course, when you've got limited personnel, what you want to do is embody that in an automated system. And we can do that with Maestro. So Adrian, tell me why the name Maestro? Well, Hamish, Maestro is simply ensuring that your refrigeration system's operating in concert. So it's really directing operations. So we know that there are efficient compressors, efficient evaporators, and efficient condensers, but there are no efficient systems. So Maestro makes that happen. And Maestro is the intelligent conductor? That's right, Uh, yeah. So it's embodying lifetimes of experience in refrigeration systems into a control system to try and get the best out of it at all times. So we've (laughs) built a digital copy of Adrian, so that every plant can have an Adrian on site. Adrian's avatar in your plant. Exactly. I like it. Scary, (laughs) but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) We had the opportunity to specify and help a client build a new cold store facility not far from here. And when it started running, I looked at it and thought, well, I built a safe ammonia plant, but I haven't necessarily built an efficient ammonia plant and and I really kind of care about energy efficiency and I thought we we must be able to do better than what we're doing currently and so I sat down and concocted a scheme and courtesy of the client he was able to let us use that plant as a test bed to test out the initial maestro thought and so the initial thought was a machine learning algorithm to actually continuously optimize the operation of the fridge plant and to reduce energy consumption so that was the starting point and once we got the first code in place what happened was we started to get this rich stream of data. And then, of course, we looked at the data. And because we embedded compressor models into our software, we were able to look at the nominal and actual performance of the compressors. And so we were able to then start making observations about how the plant was running, how were the compressors performing, 
what was the state of wear of the compressors, and, and a bunch of other stuff that comes with. And that includes things like compressor sequencing, is the compressor sequencing correct and optimal? So it was, we got this rich data stream. And so that enabled us to do the first iteration of the code and then take it to, uh, take it to another site and start um, really you know, gaining some ground um, and, and learning even more because, in fact, every system is a bit different and, and, and there are many more things that occur the more plants that you put it into. And so we're able to embody all of that learning from many plants into the one piece of software. And so that embodiment of that allows us to address some of these efficiency measures that have been recommended by people like the AMPC in Australia. So that was really the genesis and the opportunity. And so we didn't quite realize at the beginning how much additional insight we were going to gain from what was ostensibly an efficiency tool. So not only is it an efficiency tool, but it becomes an asset management tool. If I may, um, Amish, adding to that journey, you know, it's it, we talk about efficiency, but sometimes, you know, we can be boggled down to how much is a, a system like this can actually help. When we saw the magnitude of savings of of actually value that we were generating, that's when we really thought, okay, well, we got to spread the word. We have to speak about this to to a wider audience because we think we have something that can be beneficial for everyone. And at Becker, we like to talk about our handprint and how much impact we can have on our clients' operations in terms of sustainability. So this really ticked the box in terms of leveraging our know-how to actually improve our clients' sustainability footprint. That's what we come to work for, right? So that's pretty cool. But tell me a bit more about that value. What are the buckets of value you're tapping into when you deploy Maestro into a system? The primary thing is to save energy on the refrigeration system. So that has a tangible dollar value. And so, you know, you want to be able to get the maximum amount of refrigeration for, for the minimum amount of electricity. And that's exactly what Maestro does just straight off the bat without any fancy bells or whistles. It does that in the background. On yep. top of that, then you get the insights that allow you to analyze and maintain your plant. And I think that's an additional benefit. But certainly with the rich data we've received, we can tell that, you know, in that great fleet of compressors out there in the world, there's quite a few are getting quite old in New Zealand and in Australia. You know, the average age of a compressor is probably north of 10 years. And so we know from the data that we've collected that those compressors are quite far away from nominal efficiency. And there's actually significant uh, additional benefit to be had to addressing that issue. Right. So you said there's some significant benefits, but what sort of magnitude are you looking at here? So in terms of value, uh, Amish, we can look at it from three really different perspectives. Energy efficiency, what we've been able to see is a true impact of the 5 to 15% range, really. So most often in that double-digit energy saving range, which is quite significant for an always-on system. But really where the power of Maestro can be even more leveraged is on that data analytics bit. So the data we get, we've been able to quantify not only compressors are in fact degraded, but they can reach 20, 25, 30% degradation. And at that point, you're basically saying, I'm burning an extra $40,000 a year compared to a compressor block replacement that could be what, Adrian, 70, 80K? That's right. Yep. So you're basically saying just on that degradation alone, the energy that I'm spending will make my return on investment within two years. You've seen this firsthand. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So a refrigeration contractor might propose to, for instance, um, rebuild a compressor with some rewelding of the rotor tips on a screw compressor, for instance, but without necessarily replacing the casing. What we can show is that actually you don't win back all of that efficiency just by doing that. 
you're better off actually replacing the entire block and recovering the clearances on the casing as well. So you know, from a mechanical standpoint, we can make a business case that supports a complete compressor block replacement. And that's, again, one of the, one of the key recommendations made in the AMPC guidelines. Well, that sounds fantastic. If I'm an operator of a plant, it sounds like you're going to give me a whole lot of new information and insights about the operation that will mean that I can gain more efficiencies from it energy-wise and also um, ensure that I don't have the plant in a poorly maintained state, Mm. also doubly inefficient. There's another benefit too, because we in fact are driving the system discharge conditions, we can actually also detect um, very early on the onset of air ingress. So what happens quite often in two-stage refrigeration systems, the plant sits relatively idle over the weekend, you get an air leak on the low side compressor shaft seal, that then reports eventually to the condenser and starts blanketing off condenser area that pushes up the discharge pressure and increases the power. So we can actually see that in real time and actually tell you how much that's costing. And of course, the remedy to that is to make sure that your purge system is working if you've got one or go out and manually purge at the condensers. So again, another key indicator of system health that we can actually use to drive efficiency and make sure that the plant's operating as it should. So if they, if they don't have Maestro, how do they know that they need to purge the air system or purge air from the system? Eventually, the, the system pressure will, will rise up to the point where it's up at the maximum operating pressure, and that would be an indication, if it's not the hottest day of the year, that you've got air in the system. But someone would have to recognize that, or your purge system would have to recognize that. Because of the Maestro system, we're able to detect that much earlier. So there are quick wins, low-hanging fruit for operators if they adopt Maestro. That's right. So if you want to put it that way, the fruit is hanging very low. We cannot bend down to pick it up. Maestro will enable you to pick up that low-hanging fruit. It's like having the best operator second by second altering your plant to make sure it's operating at maximum performance. Okay, this does sound pretty good. And uh, electricity is not getting any cheaper, as we know. That's That's right. That's right, Hamish. <laughs> electricity is not getting any cheaper. And of course, you know, there's an increasing demand for electricity generation uh, due to you know, the electrification of everything. And so one of the best ways to minimize that electricity generation and network build out is to actually reduce demand. And this is a key way to reduce demand in one of the biggest electrical consumers on a typical food and beverage site. So you know, this represents a real opportunity to not only improve um, your, you know, economic viability on your site, but to also do something positive towards sustainability. Well, it sounds like you guys are doing some fantastic work in there and you've created something that has got a really important role to play in our um, our future economy. So I'm sure it's going to be a, an absolute winner. Adrian and Matt, I mean, I feel like we've covered some ground today. Through gathering insights from your work in the industry, you've been able to develop a system initially that used machine learning to optimize the electrical efficiency of a system, the refrigeration efficiency of a system. Along with that, you've actually gathered a lot of data, a rich stream of data, and have actually been able to draw out a number of other insights around how the the system is operating around mechanical efficiency and asset condition that are leading to a, a range of different areas of value buckets that the operators can tap into. That all sounds pretty enticing and doubly so when we think about the value of saving electricity in our current energy transition across the Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asian region, which is going to be a major focus. So I am sure that you are going to have tremendous success with spreading the word about this and, and encouraging people to take a look at it and maybe even adopt it. 
Are there any final sort of thoughts you wanted to leave our listeners with today that may be helpful for them to think about with respect to their system or anything really? So Hamish, we've, you know, we've developed a tool, I think, that can really help support sustainability. It's got an economic advantage for operators, but every operator has an obligation to put their shoulder to the wheel with respect to sustainability. So you know, this can contribute to that in a positive way. So both financially and globally drive us in the right direction. And I think that's you know worth noting. We don't want this low-hanging fruit. You know, we need to reach down and pick it up. That is our duty as sound professionals to pursue that goal. And Adrian, to, just to add to that, I think one question I would put back to our listeners at the moment is, do you know your true cost of energy for your refrigeration system? If not, that's the first step to take for energy efficiency. Get that answer and get the ball rolling. Yeah. I think there's a lot of players in NZ Inc. that are willing to help with proven tech. Just need to have the nod. You can't manage what you can't measure. And, and you know, let's start by measuring and then let's, let's manage. Well, I think this is fantastic. Thanks so much. I know you've both been working on this for a number of years now, so it's really good to have you talk about it and, and share those insights. So uh, my hat's off to you for what you've developed there. Well done. Hey, uh, to our audience, thanks for listening. If you're interested in a topic that you'd like featured on the podcast, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn at Hamish McCook. And also connecting with Adrian and, and Matt on LinkedIn as well. If you want to catch up with them and hear more about your experiences with refrigeration or even talk about Maestro, the, the digital product that they've developed, I think, you know, reach out and, and catch up. They're pretty approachable guys. And um, you'll be talking to the, the people that actually created this. And so you can have a real conversation. Be sure to check out our other episodes of FNB Soundbites on Becker.com and under the Ignite Your Thinking tab on the Becker website or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks very much and we'll talk to you next time.